I was like such a fan of you on the show. So I had no idea that you even watched my TikToks or saw them. So I was so excited when you followed me. Oh my, you've been on my For You page forever. And I've seen you starting from The Bachelor and now you're growing your little empire to talk about all reality TV. I see the thinking uh-huh. and I respect it. No, I really appreciate that because um, I loved you on the show. And we're just kind of going to get into the podcast already because otherwise the best content, like we just got to get into it, you know? Let's do it. Let's do it. Honestly, you need you need the record of me just totally standing you because I, yeah. I have been a fan of you since for a while. So oh. this is really fun for me. I'm really yeah. excited to be here. So what do, do you like The Bachelor? Is that why? Or because I covered Survivor and I cover other reality shows as well. Yeah, so I go through phases where I watched The Bachelor for years and then I, I kind of get off of it. So I think that I got back into it again, um, Colton season. So I was watching all of them. But then I think that, you know how uh, at the beginning of this year, everyone just got tired. It was just too many back to back to back. And I love Michelle. I love Michelle, but I'm like, I watched the first episode of Michelle's. I'm like, I think I need a break. And yeah. I don't know your opinion of Colton, but I watched the first episode of Colton. I think I watched one other episode and I'm like, I can't get behind Colton. And I hope Colton, Wait, sorry, sorry not Colton. Clayton. Oh my God, Clayton. No, everyone does that. Everyone does that. (laughs) No, I totally get that. I think with The Bachelor, it's too much. Like for everyone, it's a lot at once. I'm personally exhausted, but then I remind myself there's nothing else I would rather be doing for a paycheck than talking about the damn Bachelor. So I have no reason to complain. Exactly. It's work. Exactly. It's work. But you know, that's why you can follow me on TikTok because I will recap it for you so that you don't have to watch. (laughs) Did you see any of my Survivor TikTok? So did you know that I was like, I was weary about you for a while. I didn't know Mm -hmm. what would happen. And then I was like, at the end, I was like team Erica all day long. So I limited the amount of stuff I read or watched about Survivor online. So I knew you were doing Survivor TikToks and I'm like, oh, I love him, but I just, I just can't watch the Survivor TikToks. But I, I know that I had, you know, a controversial storytelling on the show. And I think what um, cause my sister and my friends would summarize for me what you were saying. They, they oh, would kind of cool. give me the report card of what people were saying. And what I would appreciate about what you did is at least you were honest when you started to turn the corner, when it came for me and you started saying, okay, now I think I see it. Now I think I see it. Cause I feel like there are probably a lot of people who kind of like shit on me at the beginning. And all of a sudden they're like, wow, Erica queen. I'm like, no, I appreciate the support, but how did that happen? That's what happened towards the end. Everyone mm-hmm. became Erica Queen. And I went to Lauren Ashley Beck's Survivor viewing party. And like, we were diehard Erica fans, like me and Rachel <laughs> from The Circle. Um, did you ever watch The Circle? I did. I haven't watched the most recent one, but I've okay. watched the first two. Okay. Well, shout out to Rachel. She loves you. And mm-hmm. we were just like campaigning Yay. for you so hard. Did you not want to watch like TikToks and see what people were saying about you because you were nervous because you didn't like about the feedback and stuff? Or was it just like better for you to not spoil things? Yeah, I think that, I I don't know. I think I'm normally such a huge Survivor fan. Like I'd listen to all the podcasts. I'd go on Reddit. I never posted on Reddit, but you know, I was a Reddit creeper. I would read everything everyone had to say. And in a regular season, I spent a lot of time doing that. And I think during the summer, um, when people start to speculate about who the cast is, I spent so much time and put so much stock into what people were saying about me based on one photo they found of me. So I thought, you know what, for the show, I have to just accept that 
I now become a TV character. People are going to have opinions about the TV character and they can go and do that. And if it doesn't like enter my world, then it's not real. So I think I was really just trying to be sane. And then I think that also the first part of the show when everyone was like, oh, Erica doesn't have a speaking role, this or that. I'm like, well, I don't even care what you guys have to say. I'm not even going to look at it. But it was really just to preserve my own sanity and mental health. No disrespect to anybody who is making content about Survivor. No, 100% because everyone's going to have an opinion on you. And if you, if no one has an opinion on you, then you're not doing anything right. So you really just have to like take it with a grain of salt. And remember that like nothing anyone says online, one, they would ever say to your face in person. Mm -hmm. And two, it really doesn't matter. It's not going to, people talking crap about your game. It's not like you're going to lose your friends. Your family still loves you. You still have your job Mm -hmm. and now you have a million dollars. So I totally get that. And I think it takes time once you're in the public eye or on TV, like it, it takes a few weeks to kind of get used to people talking about you. And then I think it gets easier over time. Um, but let's kind of get into the season of everything. Cause I have some fun questions for you that I prepared and I want to know why you applied for survivor America and not survivor Canada. Do they have a survivor Canada? There's no survivor Canada. So I've been a fan of survivor since I was a kid. I started watching when I was 11, when season one first came out with Richard Hatch. And I've always wanted to be on Survivor. And I always would hope that a Survivor Canada would come out and I'd have the chance to do it. But instead, I got to be on the real one with Jeff Probst and everything. So do you think they'll ever do a Survivor Canada? I think that now that Canadians are allowed on American Survivor, I don't see why they would. Wait, so then was there um, ever like Canadian, were Canadians always allowed to apply for Survivor America or did it just like change the last few years? It just changed. So it was October, 2018 that they announced that Americans, sorry, Canadians could apply for the American version. So in October, 2018, I sent in my application. Oh my God. Okay. I've been watching Survivor since I was six. Um, I'm probably a few years younger than you. So I started at Pearl Islands, Mm. which was um, season seven. And then I like had to binge the old ones to catch up. But like, I've always loved Survivor. It's my first love before Bachelor took over. Who are like a few of your favorite players of all time? Hands down, my favorite player ever is Todd from um, China China. season 15. I think that the way that Todd played, I I don't know. I think that that you see a lot of shifts in the way that Survivor has played. Um, And I think that Earlier on, people were really, um, they didn't have a lot of respect for people who would backstab or play a more strategic game versus a social game. And I think that the way that Todd was able to really sell his game at the end at Final Tribal Council, where he was able to take ownership for, yeah, I was friends with you and I backstabbed you and that's real and that's gameplay and really create that that, that difference that Mm -hmm. sat well with people. I'm like, oh, Todd, trailblazer, obsessed with you. I talk about him all the time. He actually messaged me the day of the finale telling me I was his winner pick. So I collapsed when I saw that. I love that. Todd 247 365. I love Todd as well. He's one of my favorites as well. And China was one of the most underrated seasons of all time. You know, they actually did a Survivor China 10 year reunion and it's on YouTube. Um, You should check it out. Todd's there. There's like six or seven of them there, maybe eight. Um, and it's so good. Like someone who does, someone does a few of them of Survivor old seasons. And it's just like, I don't know. It's so fun. Do you still talk to a lot of people from your cast? Yeah, for sure. I was literally just on the phone with Heather before I talked to you. She, well, she'll call me when she's going to go pick up her daughters and stuff. So I talk to Heather all the time. I, yeah, I'm still friends with like 
Xander, Deshaun, Evie, Tiff. I talked to Jeannie. So yeah, you know, we're always keeping up with each other. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard not to, honestly, after living through that crazy experience. Yeah. You know, Evie was my initial winner pick. I felt like mm-hmm. she was getting the winner's edit at first because she was getting like this very likable edit. Um, what did you think of your edit and how you kind of came in towards the end? It was really not until like the last few episodes where we started to see some traction. Oh my gosh, my edit. I mean, I've had interviews before where I've been asked about this. I think the first interview I did, it was as soon as I, um, I I had one, even though I had one months ago and the best way I could describe my feelings towards it were complicated. And I think the best way I can describe my feelings towards it are still complicated because, you know, we we all know that I wasn't really visible the first half of the season. And because of that, I think a lot of people, especially the super fans watch survivor with almost like this science in mind for how to predict who the winner is. So because I wasn't visible, there were a lot of people who thought, okay, we just can't root for her because like, it doesn't fit into our system of how we watch Survivor. So because of that, that's disappointing that people felt like I wasn't a contender, even though I knew I had won. But at the same time, I think that of the content that they showed of me, it was positive. And then I think that of the content that they showed of me, it was able to resonate with a lot of people, especially people who haven't seen someone like them win in a long time or haven't, or normally don't see people like themselves win on TV. And I think because of that, I'm really grateful um, for what actually did make the show uh, because at least, you know, I felt like it made an impact in one way or another. Yeah, I think as like someone who like studies reality TV and I know a lot of fans who watch the show study the show. So we always kind of are looking for those winners edits in the beginning and that's how we predict them. And like you said, you weren't on the radar. Why do you think that was? Do you think they were editing you out? Like, were you involved in strategy a lot in the beginning or were you being more quiet under the radar? Oh man, I mean, it's no secret. Lubu was winning. So number one, we weren't voting. We would- we would have strategies. We would always talk about what we would do in case we didn't win immunity and would have to go to tribal council that night. But then ultimately, you know, plans would go into place and we would never have to use them. They all kind of became inconsequential. So I can understand why those didn't make it into the show. I mean, and in terms of, and I mean, you know, like my game was intentionally one where I didn't want a lot of attention on myself at the beginning and I wanted to really peak at the right time. Mm-hmm. Uh, could they have shown content of me pre-merge? For yeah. sure. I mean, I lived there. I was there. <laughs> they have cameras on me the whole time. Yeah. But I don't know. That's that's not a mystery I can solve. I don't I don't get paid the big bucks to edit the show. I'll just yeah. make the big bucks from winning the show. Exactly. And I mean, it doesn't matter. You still came out victorious. And overall, I think you had a great edit and it really was shown the last couple of episodes that like, you totally deserve to win the game. And like you did it. And I told you I was screaming. I remember <laughs> at the bar, I was like, yes, Erica. Um, I want to talk about cameras because you just brought it up. I'm so curious, like you're on the island. How many cameras are there? And like, are they in your face? Do they follow you everywhere you go? Do, do you feel like producers and the cameras like set up conversations ever between like two different contestants? I found when I was out there, we were just living. Like you, you kind of get used to, well, first it's weird because there's cameras everywhere. There's always a camera following you, but then you really get used to it. And at first, you know, there are these people there. You're not supposed to talk to the camera people. They're not supposed to talk to you. We're told to just pretend like they're not there, which is so weird, but you truly 
you truly do get used to it. And then you find that, you know, you'll be talking and there's a camera person, they're getting you at one angle and they switch to move another angle and they switch to go here and now they get the wide shot. So it's kind of weird, but at the same time, that's like weirdly how you're just living. But I found when we were living on the island, like it was pretty much, um, it was pretty much just living as we were. I think that, you know, the only times that would feel like, okay, we're on a TV show is you know, when we'd all gather around to read tree mail, for example, like, okay, we all have to be there. We all have to talk about it, but otherwise like we were just truly living. Interesting. That's so cool. And are you guys mic'd? Uh, no. Okay. No, there's boom operators. Oh my God, that they're really working really hard. Like the audio crew, like to be out in the heat every single day and like catching you, catching you guys, like every scene, anytime you walk or if you want to run and look for an idol, like we got to give props to the cameramen and the audio men and the producers. Did you get close with people on the other side or were you not allowed to talk to them? So you're not really allowed to talk to them while you're filming the show. But then of course it's like, afterwards you end up being in touch yeah. with people and getting to know them and it's kind of funny because there's all these people who know so much about you and yeah. then you don't even know their name until oh, the yeah. end um so after after the fact you end up talking to them but honestly the the experience of filming the show was so cool like even seeing how a show of that scale gets produced and the challenges like there are photos online you can find them of how many cameras and how many members of production are actually there for the challenges and all of the work they do to make sure that it's fair, all the work that they do to measure all of our bodies and stuff when it's an individual challenge that's built for us. It's like such a cool, well-oiled machine. And I don't know, all the, all the producers that I encountered there just love their jobs and just made it so fun for us. That's so awesome. I, yeah, I watched the Ponderosa clips on YouTube and I feel like that kind of gives us a little bit more behind the scenes of what the show is like. What is it like in pre-merge? I know you guys are not allowed to talk to each other, but did you make any alliances with your eye contact with anybody? So I didn't make any alliances ahead of time, but I'm also very much a rule follower. I'm like, okay. I don't want to mess this up. Um, I'm going to just, you know, sit. We were told we need to sit there and not communicate each other and try not to like emote or say anything with our body language. So I did that. I was stone cold. And then mm. when I got onto the island and met people and they realized that I was nice, they were like, oh my gosh, like you seemed mean or super uh -huh. serious when you were in pre-merge. And I'm like, that's what I was told to do. I was told to not emote. So sorry. I was following the brief. Um, yeah. But our pre-merge was kind of funny because we had to quarantine for two weeks mm -hmm. before we had to go do the usual pre-merge stuff. Okay. So we were in this resort um, in Fiji and, you know, you could look onto your balcony and you could see each other. So we had more exposure to being able to see each other and stuff, but then we couldn't talk. So I think that um, we were one of the casts with like the longest time that we were together, uh -huh. but we weren't actually allowed to say anything. Yeah. And maybe you were nervous too, because they, maybe they have alternates. So like, if you did mess up a rule, like maybe someone else can come in and then you lose your shot on the show. Like, does that go through your mind? Well, I felt like it was, it, I felt like I was almost like walking a tightrope going into the show because I was supposed to play in 2020. And then we all know because of COVID oh. that got delayed and I made it back onto the cast for season 41, but I, the whole cast from the original 2020 season didn't make it back onto the 2021 version. So shout out Ooh. to anyone who was supposed to be on and didn't get on. I'm so sorry. Uh. Um, but then, you know, there's all of these restrictions because of COVID. And I think that 
because of COVID and I don't know, just everything and, and how we've been living lately, you're just so used to things just getting taken away. So I think that I was just so nervous that the game wasn't actually going to happen. happen. It wasn't until we actually got onto that big boat at the marooning and we see all the cameras and Jeff says, welcome to Survivor 41, that I actually believed that I was going to play Survivor. That makes sense. You definitely had a little PTSD and you're in Toronto, Canada, right? Yes. Isn't that like the worst place in the world with COVID like over the past two years? So our, I mean, oh my gosh, I can't quote the numbers or anything. So our numbers have, you know, we've had bad times, um, but I'd say like it's relatively not as bad as in other places of the world in terms of cases. I don't know if someone correct me if I'm wrong about that, but I think that where things are pretty brutal is we get locked down all the time yeah. and our lockdowns are so long. I think we were the jurisdiction with the longest like lockdown in the world or something. And we were actually just locked down um, after I won survivor up until the end of January. So I haven't even been able to like go out and enjoy the winnings. Oh. So I think that that's the other thing. I'm just like, so crazy from being home so much the last two years yeah and do you live by yourself so I have a roommate um my my, my um gay best friend slash roomie oh, were unofficially common law married um so he had to be the cover for me when I left for two months and had no explanation uh, I knew you would love the gays like that is another reason why I loved you I know you're one of the gays <laughs> I know. I know. I just did um, a queer survivor podcast and it, it was cool. so sweet. They have been supportive of me the entire time. And I was like, okay, people keep telling me I'm a gay icon. Oh, actually, here's yeah. a question for you, Zachary. So yeah. I keep getting told I'm a gay icon. So in your point of view, what are my roles and responsibilities here? I mean, you have to keep the purple hair going. It looks a little dark right now. So we need oh, the bright so purple. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's like mm-hmm. the pony, but like the purple hair, I think is what really helps and I don't know I feel like you just need to do drag one night and you need to just give us some content um are you thinking of doing more content on social media now that you have this following and this fan base I know I want to I think that I had so much fun making like TikToks making fun of myself when Survivor was airing so I want to figure out what to do next I think that in terms of like TikTok even though I've had so much fun being home the last month and it being like a dark cold snowy Toronto winter I'm like oh I can't go on I don't know what to post so I'm hoping that I'll I'll have a bit more energy and inspiration now that I can go out and finally do things like how much how many TikToks can I make about staying at home in my sweatpants yeah a lot well there is this girl on TikTok her name is Sarah Jenkins she's like does day in the life and she's in Toronto and she look at her page I mean you now you see you're smiling like she like she kept me um in tune with like what's going on in Toronto and she keeps herself really busy at Mm -hmm. home so I mean, I think that um, a lot of my friends who get off reality TV, they always ask me, they're like, what do I do with my platform? How do I keep it going? Because they're not influencers. They're not content creators. They just happen to be on the show and now they can do all of that. So mm-hmm. what are you doing for work? What are your plans? Like what's next? Yeah. I mean, I very publicly quit my job before That's I went cool. to film the show and I took the last couple months off. So right now I'm trying to pivot into doing some, like doing some, something new, other things that um, are more in line with what I've always wanted to do before I really like lost track working a corporate job. So I can't report anything um, concrete right now. All I can say is I'm really excited. I think, especially in Canada, a lot of doors have opened from, for me from Survivor. Um, And I've always been interested in media. I've always been interested in broadcasting and telling interesting stories. So I, I can say, I think 
there will be more of me to be seen. Um, so you just have to stay tuned. I definitely will be staying mm-hmm. tuned. Um, I've got you. I'm following you. I love all your posts. Um, let's do a little rapid fire. I got to get these questions um, for the Survivor super fans. Um, let's do what it. was your biggest move of the game? Um, so it wasn't really shown on the show, but I actually did a lot of the legwork to put together the alliance of myself, Heather, Xander, and Ricard. And then we okay. see that that alliance ended up dominating till the end. Okay. Um, how did you really feel about Deshaun? Because you guys were getting into it and I did not like how he turned on you when you were trying to help him at the end. Oh man. I remember on the last day, um, on day 26, waking up, Deshaun and I are sitting there watching the sunrise and I'm like, Deshaun, how are they going to tell the story about this roller coaster relationship? He's like, I don't know, man, I can't wait to see it. And then I think that because it was so confusing, a lot of the relationship got cut out of the show because they probably didn't even know how to tell the story of the roller coaster relationship. But I'd say where we're at right now is after receiving many, 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 many apologies, Deshaun and I are friends now. Okay, good. I love to hear it. Um, what was your reaction when Jeff said he was reading the votes right then and there? I mean, you are a Survivor super fan. Did you want that moment, like doing it live, or were you content with the way it played out? I feel like when Jeff said that we were going to announce it right now, there were so many things going through my mind. Like, number one, there were so many twists that season that I was thinking, oh my God, are we going to have to do some other like challenge am I gonna have to open a small box and all of a sudden this gets taken away because once everyone started voting it was dawning on me like oh my god I think I just won survivor yeah so then when Jeff said we're gonna do it different I'm thinking oh my god I'm gonna have to go do something else what the hell and then when he announced it on the spot I think I just I was so overwhelmed I could not handle I feel like I just needed to like get up and run around I was not okay um but obviously I was excited with the outcome And I think that, you know, I had always dreamed of that moment being on stage. I had always dreamed of a specific outfit I wanted to wear, having my family go to LA and having that reunion experience. So it is a bummer to not get it. Um, It's not really, it's, it's disappointing. I think that um, the, the silver lining, which is an amazing silver lining is I was like, you know what, if I don't get the finale that I want, I'm going to figure out how to make that happen for myself here in Toronto. So the outfit that I wanted, I still got it to custom made. I worked with so many like small businesses, Mm -hmm. friends, friends of friends who were just super resourceful and helped me pull it together. And it ended up being a, a theater in downtown Toronto with 200 people, all of my family and friends, and everyone just went nuts when they saw that I won. And I got to like go out. I like um, bought everybody like drinks. So I spent I like, I had so. a big tab. Yeah. I had yeah. a big tab, bought everyone drinks. We just like went out and partied for hours. And I think that if I couldn't get the LA experience of being on stage at the reunion, at the very least, I got, I got to party with everybody I loved. And at least in that case, everybody was just there to be like happy for me. Like Heather was there. I think it's a bit more difficult when you go to LA because you have to deal with you win, but then also like some people lose and that's awkward. Yeah. So wow. at least it was just all about me. Yeah, I mean, and you killed it. I mean, I'm sure you saw my TikTok. I was like, hello, Miss America, <laughs> with your crown and everything. Like, you went all out. I love how extra you were. And maybe you guys could do a reunion. Like, I just mentioned Survivor China had their mm-hmm. reunion. So maybe there could be, like, a Zoom reunion in, like, one year, and you guys can kind of sort everything out. Do you feel like there was anything to sort out, though, with the other contestants? Or do you feel like everyone kind of mended their relationships? Um, I don't know. I, I think it's just, like, 
going back on stage and having that moment would have been able to provide closure for all of us. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, here's the final book and survivor is done. And I think that since we didn't have that, and then there was the, like, I, I was in Toronto with Heather, a lot of people were in Chicago, but not everyone could make Chicago. I think that, and there are people on the cast I've never met in person. So I've talked yeah. to everybody on the cast, but I think that we never really had that like moment to all come together. So I feel like maybe some people feel like a couple things are hanging, but it is what it is. And I'm glad that you liked the photos because yeah, I don't know if you watch Australian Survivor, I don't. but it's amazing. You have to check it out. Sandra's on it right now, as I you know. probably know. Um, and they normally also announce the winner on site. And then there's like a photo taken of the winner with their torch. I think that they, they're, they're usually like holding their check or something. And I noticed when we had filmed the show, I never got my winner photo taken. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I need to hire a photographer to make sure I get a winner photo. So I'm glad uh -huh. that you liked it. Yeah. And I, I even saw you post something about like a fan that put together like a montage for you because you felt like you were gifted in that way too, that you didn't mm -hmm. get like the winner's video montage. And I'm sure like Survivor YouTubers will do it. Um, uh, embarrassing fact about me, I used to edit Survivor clips when I was like a teenager, like for hours. If you look up like it's like Survivor fan, like I would be like top 10 meanest moments, best jury speeches. <laughs> Like I would edit together like packages. Um, and I probably would have done that for you if I was still doing that. But now editing has become too exhausting. Mm -hmm. But I know the Survivor fans got you. So um, mm -hmm. you'll see some cool edits. Um, one question I have to ask, because I saw your interview with ET, do Canadians really not get taxed? So everybody is saying that Canadians don't get taxed, but my accountants are like not so fast. Um, so there are people who are way better versed than me who are figuring that out. I think it's going to be a lot more complicated than it normally is. Even for me, getting the money was a lot more complicated wow. than it normally would be for, um, if it was an American winner. Real, oh, because you're from Canada, but I mean, you can't talk too much about the money, but I'm so curious. Like, do they, they must give you like something and then they can give you like the rest, like when the win is announced, right? I got my money after the show finished airing. Wow. You got to, mm -hmm. you waited a long time for that money. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I took a few months off because um, I knew it was coming. Exactly. And now mm -hmm. you can just kind of enjoy your life. So, I mean, I think you need to go on a trip because Canada seems not the best place right now. So <laughs> where are we, what are we doing with this money? Where are we traveling? How many shoes are we buying? Give us like, <laughs> the current updates and, you know, your plans for the next few weeks, I guess. So I'm actually going on a trip next week. Okay, I know good. that the, the fans have um, associated me with manifesting because I had this tweet from 11 years ago talking about Survivor and then now I won. So I manifested something else. I had mentioned in an interview that I would love to go visit the Yukon in Canada, which is going to be so okay. cold, but whatever, such an experience. So then I'm actually going to the Yukon next week to go see the Northern cool. Lights and go dog sledding. So That's I'm super so excited for that one. And then- yeah, have a few, a few other ones on the go. It's, it's hard with like COVID, but I mean, mm -hmm. one of my, so here's a fun fact. One of my close friends from high school actually came over. We we're in the room I'm sitting in right now. It was October, 2018. And he helped me make my audition tape. Mm -hmm. And then I said, okay, if I get on survivor and I win, I'll help you to pay off your student loans. And then we're like, okay, cool. So that was the, the agreement. Never thought much of it. And then fast forward, mm -hmm. I actually won. So I was like, okay, um, what, what do I owe you? And he's like, no, I cannot accept that. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Um, do you want to go on a trip together? Instead, we can go wherever you want. He's like, yes, I would rather do that. So I am waiting to find out 
where the two of us need to go, but I'm excited to treat him to that trip trip as well. Okay. Well, I mean, I recommend Los Angeles because that's where I live. So we can party. Okay. I want to go. One of my good friends lives in Los Angeles. So I want to go this summer. We'll totally, we'll totally have a drink. It's on me. I would hope so. No, just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Well, LA is kind of um, not as boarded up. So I felt like I've been able to kind of like have some room to hang out and stuff because the pandemic and everything. So I don't feel as shut down as you do, but it just seems like Toronto is so locked down. I know it's rough. I mean, I love Toronto. I love Canada, but it's been, it's been a bit brutal. I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, well, congratulations on your win. And thank you so much for being here on my podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, me and Erica are besties guys. So we'll have to do another collab when we finally meet in person. Um, where can everyone find you and follow you? So I am on uh, Instagram and Twitter as Erica underscore Cass. And then I'm on TikTok as Erica Kasupanen because somebody has my at on in Twitter. Sorry, TikTok. I should probably yeah. see if I can I, like, buy it from them, shouldn't yeah. I? Or even if you just DM them, sometimes they're nice if they don't care about it. Do they post? Yeah, they post TikToks of their kids. Oh, well then that they shouldn't even be on TikTok. That's, that's true. Kim and North. That shouldn't know. be happening. What are your what are your thoughts on that last last question? Uh, I, so I love the Tim and North TikTok account. Yeah, I think that Kanye is just grasping at straws. Mm. Kanye needs to move on. Yeah, here and he's putting too much of it on social media, and it's just like Kim is really trying to take the high road here. I agree. I agree. I think that Kim and I think that Kim's Apple Notes um, notes, statement yeah. she had the other day. I think that it, it was totally valid. It's like she has been trying to keep it private, mm-hmm. but she's like, you know what? I'll make it clear that he's made it incredibly difficult to co-parent our kids. So I, I really hope that he can kind of move on soon, but I feel like it's going to be drawn out for a long time. Yeah. And what other reality shows are you watching? So I am, I just finished Too Hot to Handle season three. Okay. I am trying to catch up on Australian Survivor and Celebrity Big Brother. I'm really sad about Mariah. Oh, yeah. And would you go on another show or would you do Survivor again? I think it would depend. Like I never set out to become a reality TV person. I've always just wanted to win Survivor. So I did it. I think that in terms of doing Survivor, I don't ever want to say never but I think it's hard because everything that I wanted to do, I did it my first time out. So I don't know really what I have to gain from going back. I think the only way I do it is if there's winners at war too, because I feel like yeah. I have to at that point. And another show, maybe depends yeah. on what it is. I wouldn't be surprised if they did a winners at war for season 50 or just like something really epic. So, I mean, maybe we'll get you back on Survivor or somewhere else. But either way, um, everyone, make sure you guys are following Erica. I will leave her at down below. And thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to give this video a thumbs up and subscribe. And we will catch you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you.